0: Welcome to Archetypes and Anarchy, a podcast created by me, Courtney Floyd, and my introduction to fiction students at the University of Oregon in spring of 2018. Episode 4, Hansel and Gretel.
1: What's up, guys? I'm Tate. And I'm Kylie. And I'm Ashley, and we are the Fairy Tailers. This is our first podcast, and today's date is April 18th, 2018.
0: So, today we're going to be talking about Hansel and Gretel, a popular German fairy tale which was recorded and published by Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm in 1812. In this podcast, we'll be focused on different archetypes within the fairy tale.
1: A little bit of background on the Hansel and Gretel story um the Grimm brothers actually first heard of Hansel and Gretel from a woman named Dorton Wilde who became Wilhelm's wife later on um they published this fairy tale in their collection of children and household tales which is also known as Grimm's Fairy Tales um and Hansel and Gretel is the fifth is 15th in the publication which has a total of 201 fairy tales
2: so, kind of like Kylie said earlier, um, the main point of us doing this podcast is to talk about the archetypes in different fairy tales. So, specifically for Hansel and Gretel, the first archetype that I noticed is the witch, who is a representation of a devil figure. She lures in innocent children, kids, into her house made of candy, like she did in Hansel and Gretel. And to the kids, she seems like a hope and promise, but in reality, her intentions
0: are selfish and hurtful. Um, I'd say for me, the father is an archetype for inner conflict, because even though he loved his kids, and he didn't want to leave them alone in the woods, he still went through with it. Which, I think this shows the struggle humans face between doing what is morally appropriate and doing what is selfishly benefits themselves.
1: And then one of the final archetypes that really stood out to me was the trail that Hansel was leaving behind when they were taken out to the woods to be left alone. Um, this trail represented a quest that the kids had to go through um the trail helped the children to mature and learn more about the world around them if you notice that at the beginning of the story Hansel was taking care of Gretel and protecting her from all the troubles of the world however in, at the end Gretel was actually the one that ended up saving the day and helping um Hansel get out of the crock pot of that the witch put him in um so yeah this kind of just signified the maturation of Gretel while also symbol- symbolizing the loss of her innocence Okay, so that was just our
2: basic overview of the story. Um, Now we're going to shift into the cultural and historical background of the story and what was going on when people started telling the story. So I'll start. Um, The Grimm brothers first heard this fairy tale in 1812. However, most historians believe that the fairy tale did originate around 1315, which happened to be at the same time Europe was going through the Great Famine.
0: The Great Famine occurred in Europe and was the first large-scale crisis that affected the majority of Europe. It is the ninth deadliest disaster in the history of Great Britain. Therefore, many historians believe that the tale of Hansel and Gretel was based off the Great Famine, because so many families and people, especially children, were desperate for food.
1: Um, going off of that, there are, however, some folklorists who believe that Hansel and Gretel was told to represent children outwitting ogres, which are just basically these big, scary monsters... Um, And then there also is some speculation that um, Hansel and Gretel represents a rite of passage because the children had to go on a journey in order to be viewed differently.
2: So more focused on the cultural side of this story, Um, the word breadcrumbs is used a lot through the story, which is a culturally significant word because it is now a navigational term, which means um, users use a series of documents to create a trail so that they can keep track of their previous locations. Also, Hansel and Gretel was made into an opera, which is now considered to be one of the most important operas in German history.
0: Okay, now we're going to transition into reading the grim version of Hansel and Gretel. And I'll start off. Next to a great forest, there lived a poor woodcutter with his wife and his two children. The boy's name was Hansel, and the girl's name was Gretel. He had a little bit to eat, and once when a great famine came to the land... He could no longer provide even their daily bread. One evening, as he was lying in bed worrying about his problems, he sighed and said to his wife, What is to become of us? How can we feed our children when we have nothing for ourselves?
1: Man, do you know what? answered the woman. Early tomorrow morning we will take the two children out into the thickest part of the woods, make a fire for them, and give each of them a little piece of bread, then leave them by themselves and go off to our work. "'They will not find their way back home, and we will rid- we will be rid of them.' "'No, woman,' said the man, "'I will not do that. "'How could I bring myself to abandon my own children alone in the woods? "'Wild animals would soon come and tear them to pieces.'
2: "'Oh, you fool,' she said. "'Then all four of us will starve. "'All you can do is to plane the boards for our coffins.' "'And she gave him no peace until he agreed. But do, "'But I do feel sorry for the poor children,' said the man.' The two children had not been able to fall asleep because of their hunger, and they heard what their stepmother had said to the father.
0: Gretel cried bitter tears and said to Hansel, It's over with us. Be quiet, Gretel, said Hansel, and don't worry, I know what to do. And as soon as the adults had fallen asleep, he had got up, pulled on his jacket, opened the lower door, and crept outside. The moon was shining brightly, and the white pebbles in the front of the house were glistening like silver coins. Hansel bent over and filled his jacket with pockets with them, as many as he would fit.
1: Then he went back into the house and said, Don't worry, Gretel, sleep well. God will not forsake us. Then he went back to bed. At daybreak, even before sunrise, the woman came and woke the two children. Get up, you lazy bones. We are going into the woods to fetch wood. Then she gave each one, one a little piece of bread, saying, Here is something for midday. Don't eat it any sooner, for you'll not get any more. Gretel put the bread under
2: her apron, because Hansel's pockets were full of stones. Then, all together, they set forth into the woods. After they had walked a little way, Hansel began stopping again and again and looking back toward the house. The father said, Hansel, why are you stopping and looking back? Pay attention now, and don't forget your legs. Oh, father, said Hansel, I am looking at my white cat
0: that is sitting on the roof and wants to say goodbye to me. The woman said, you fool, that isn't your cat. "'That's the morning sun shining on the chimney.' "'However, Hansel had not been looking at his cat, "'but instead had been dropping the shiny pebbles "'from his pocket onto the path. "'When they arrived in the middle of the woods, "'the father said, "'You children, gather some wood, "'and I will make a fire so you won't freeze.'
1: "'Hansel and Gretel gathered together some twigs, "'a pile as high as a small mountain. "'The twigs were set afire, "'and when the flames were burning well, "'the woman said, "'Lie down by the fire and rest. "'We will go into the woods to cut wood.' When we are finished, we will come back and get you.
2: So Hansel and Gretel sat by the fire. When midday came, each one ate his little piece of bread. Because they could hear the blows of an axe, they thought the father was nearby. However, it was not an axe. It was a branch that he had tied to a dead tree and that the wind was beating back and forth. After they had sat there a long time, their eyes grew weary and closed, and they fell sound asleep. When they finally awoke, it was dark at night. Gretel began to cry and said, How will we get out of the woods?
0: Hansel comforted her. Wait a little until the moon comes up, and then we'll find a way. After the full moon had come up, Hansel took his little sister by the hand. They followed the pebbles that glistened there like newly minted coins, showing them the way. They walked throughout the entire night, and as the morning was breaking, they arrived at the father's house.
1: They knocked on the door, and when the woman opened it and saw that it was Hansel and Gretel, she said, You wicked children, why did you sleep so long in the woods? We thought that you did not want to come back. But the father was overjoyed when he saw his children once more, for he had not wanted to leave them alone.
2: Not long afterward, there was once again great need everywhere. And one evening, the children heard the mother say to the father, We have again eaten up everything. We have only a half loaf of bread, and and then the song will be over. We must get rid of the children. We will take them deeper into the woods so they will not find their way out.
0: Otherwise, there will be no help for us. The man was very disheartened, and he thought, It would be better to share their last bit within the ch- with the children. But the woman would not listen to him, scolded him, and criticized him. He who says A must, A must also say B, and because he had given in the first time, he had to do so the second time as well.
1: The children were still awake and had overheard the conversation. When the adults were asleep, Hansel got up again and wanted to gather pebbles as he had done before. But the woman had locked the door, and Hansel could knock it out. But he comforted his little sister and said, "'Don't cry, Gretel. Sleep well. God will help us.'" Early the next morning, the woman came and got the children from their beds. They received their little pieces of bread, even less than the last time. On the way to the woods, Hansel crumbled his piece in his pocket, then often stood still and threw crumbs onto the ground.
2: Hansel, why are you always stopping and looking around, said his father. Keep walking straight ahead. I can see my pigeon sitting on the roof. It wants to say goodbye to me. Fool, said the woman. That isn't your pigeon. That's the morning sun shining on the chimney.
0: But little by little, Hansel dropped all the crumbs onto the path. The woman took them deeper into the woods than they had ever been in their whole lifetime. Once again, a large fire was made, and the mother said, Sit here, children. If you get tired, you can sleep a little. We are going into the woods to cut wood. We will come and get you in the evening when we are finished.
1: When it was midday, Gretel shared her bread with Hansel, who had scattered his piece along the path. Then they fell asleep, and evening passed, but no one came to get the poor children. It was dark at night when they awoke, and Hansel comforted Gretel and said, Wait when the moon comes up. I will be able to see the crumbs of bread that I scattered, and they will show us the way back home.
2: When the moon appeared, they got up, but they did not find any crumbs, for the many thousands of birds that fly about in the woods and in the fields had pecked them up. Hansel said to Gretel, We will find our way, but they did not find it.
0: They walked through the entire night and the next day from morning until evening, but they did not find their way out of the woods. They were terribly hungry, for they had... "'eaten only a few small berries "'that were growing on the ground. "'And because they were so tired "'that their legs would no longer carry them, "'they lay down lie down under a tree and fell asleep. "'It was already the third morning "'since they had left the father's house. "'They started walking again, "'but managed only to go deeper and deeper into the woods. "'If help did not come soon, they would perish. "'At midday, they saw a little snow-white bird "'sitting on a branch. "'It sang so beautifully that they stopped to listen.' When it was finished, it stretched its wings and flew in front of them. They followed it until it came to a little house. The birds sat on the roof, and when they came closer, they saw that the light was built entirely from, that that little house was built entirely from the bread, with a roof made of cake, and the windows were made of clear sugar.
1: "'Let's help ourselves to a good meal,' said Hansel. "'I'll eat a piece of the roof, and Gretel, you eat from the window. "'That will be sweet.' Hansel reached up and broke off a little of the roof to see how it tasted, while Gretel stood next to the window panes and was nibbling at them. Then a gentle voice called out from the inside.
2: Nibble, nibble, little mouse, who is nibbling at my house? The children
0: answered. The wind, the wind, the heavenly child. They continued to eat without being distracted. Hansel, who very much liked the taste of the roof, tore down another large piece, and Gretel poked out an entire round of window pane. Suddenly, the door opened, and a woman as old as the hills, leaning on a crutch, came creeping out. Hansel and Gretel were so frightened that they dropped what they were holding in their hands.
1: But the old woman shook her head and said, "'Oh, you dear children, who brought you here? Just come in and stay with me. No harm will come to you.' She took them by the hand and led them into her house. Then she served them a good meal, milk and pancakes with sugar, apples, and nuts. Afterwards, she she made two nice beds for them, decked in white." Hansel and Gretel went to bed, thinking they were in heaven, but the old woman had only pretended to be friendly. She was a wicked witch who was lying in wait there for children. She had built her house of only bread in order to lure them to her, and if she captured one, she would kill him, cook him, and eat him. And for her, that was a day to celebrate.
2: Witches have red eyes and cannot see very far, but they have a sense of smell like animals and know when humans are approaching. When Hansel and Gretel came near to her, she laughed wickedly and spoke scornfully. "'Now I have them. They will not
0: get away from me again.' Early the next morning, before they awoke, she got up, went to their beds, and looked at the two of them lying there so peacefully with their full red cheeks. "'They will be a good mouthful,' she mumbled to herself. Then she grabbed Hansel with her withered hand and carried him to a stall, where she locked him behind a cage door." cry as he might there was no help for him then she took gretel and cried get up lazy bones fetch water and cook something good for your brother he's locked outside in the stall and isn't to be fattened up when he's fat i'm going to
1: eat him gretel began to cry but it was all for nothing she had to do what the witch demanded now hansel was given the best things to eat every day but gretel received nothing but crayfish shells Every morning, the old woman crept out to the stall and shouted, Hansel, stick out your fingers so I can feel if you are fat yet.
2: But Hansel stuck out a little bone, and the old woman, who had bad eyes and could not see the bone, thought it was Hansel's finger, and she wondered why he didn't get fat. When four weeks had passed and Hansel was still thin, impatience overcame her, and she would wait no longer. Hey, Gretel, she shouted to the girl, hurry up and fetch some water. Whether Hansel is fat or thin, tomorrow
0: I am going to slaughter him and boil him. Oh, how the poor little sister sobbed as she was forced to carry the water, and how the tears streamed down her cheeks. Dear God, please help us, she cried. If only the wild animals had devoured us in the woods, then we would have died together. Save your slobbering, said the old woman. It doesn't help you at all.
1: The next morning Gretel had to get up early, hang up the kettle with water, and make a fire. First we are going to bake, said the old woman. I have already made a fire in the oven and kneaded the dough. She pushed poor Gretel outside to the oven from which fiery flames were leaping. Climb in, said the witch, and see if it is hot enough to put the bread in yet. And when Gretel was inside, she intended to close the oven and bake her and knead her as well.
2: But Gretel saw what she had in mind, so she said, I don't know how to do that. How can I get inside? Stupid goose, said the old woman. The opening is big enough. "'See, I myself could get in.' "'And she crawled up, stuck her head in the oven. "'Then Gretel gave her a shove, causing her to fall in. "'Then she closed the iron door and secured it with a bar. "'The old woman began to howl frightfully, but Gretel ran away, "'and the godless witch burned up miserably. "'Gretel ran straight to Hansel, unlocked his stall, and cried, "'Hansel, we are saved. The old witch
0: is dead.' "'Then Hansel jumped out like a bird from its cage when someone opens its door.' How happy they were They threw their arms around each other's necks, jumped with joy, and kissed one another. Because they are now because they now had nothing to fear, they went into the witch's house. In every corner were chests of pearls and precious stones. These are better than pebbles, said Hansel, filling his pockets.
1: Gretel said, I will take some home with me as well. And she filled her apron full. But now we must leave, said Hansel, and get out of these witch woods. After walking a few hours they arrived at a large body of water. "'We cannot get across,' said Hansel. "'I cannot see a walkway or a bridge.'
2: "'There are no boats here,' answered Gretel. "'But there is a white duck swimming. "'If I ask it, it will help us cross.' "'Then she called out, "'Duckling, duckling, here stand Gretel and Hansel, "'neither a walkway nor a bridge. "'Take us onto your white back.'
0: "'The duckling came up to them, and Hansel climbed onto it, "'then asked his little sister to sit down next to him. "'No,' answered Gretel that would be too heavy for the duckling it should take us across one at a time
1: that is what the good animal did and when they were safely on the other side and had walked on a little while the woods grew more and more familiar to them and finally they saw the father's house in the distance they began to run rushed inside and threw their arms around the father's neck the man had not had even one happy hour since he had left the children in the woods however the woman had died Gretel shook out her apron, scattering pearls and precious stones around the room, and Hansel added to them by throwing one handful after the other from his pockets.
2: Now all their cares were at an end, and they lived happily together. My tale is done, a mouse has run, and whoever catches it can make for himself from a large, large fur cap.
1: Okay, I'm going to get us um, started into the discussion part of this story um, with my own personal analysis of Hansel and Gretel. Personally, I really enjoyed this story because I think that it gave a very interesting storyline that kept you, the reader engaged and you never really knew what was going to end up happening. Um, it also made us as readers, or at least me, uh, feel really bad for the main character. So I had a lot of empathy for their situation and like what they had to go through. They had a lot of hardships and like ended up coming out on top and like staying stuck together through it all. So like, I think that was very inspiring. Um, a couple things that stood out to me, when Hansel stuck out a little bone um instead of his finger so that the witch never knew if he was fat or not I think that that was very telling of his intelligence and I think that it showed that he was always one step ahead of the game and like like thinking about how he could like stay alive even through all of this he never gave up it also I also found it very interesting how Gretel followed whatever the witch said no matter what um I think it made her seem very useless up until the point when she convinced the witch to get into the pot herself and then ended up becoming the hero. But I thought it was very interesting how both her and her dad seemed to do this, like, blind ignorance type thing where they just did whatever whoever told them to do. Like, the dad followed the wife and um, Gretel followed the witch until she finally got herself together and realized that she needed to think of a way to get out of this. Um, like I said, I really empathize with the main characters. So I experienced a lot of joy when they were reunited with their father. Um, and weirdly enough, I also experienced joy when I, we found out that the mother had passed away because I, she was a very um, negative part of the story. So it was nice to that that part of their lives was kind of over. Um, personally, I can ad- identify with Gretel because like her, I'm a little sister who has been protected by uh, my older brother as well. And it wasn't until like really like hard times came up that you really realised that you have to take lead sometimes and like it can't all be dependent on. Um, your brother. Um, Something that I noticed that was really interesting about how the story was written is that, like most fairy tales, there's a lot of um, animals and children working together, like how the goose helped um, them cross the river. So I think this just kind of represents a pure innocence when animals and children work together. And I believe that this work is about um, family bonds and the relationship between a brother and sister. So it's kind of like it was all about like trying to preserve their innocence and protecting yourself and your loved ones. So that being said, I think it was very interesting how an outsider can come in and ruin a family dynamic. Um, so I think it was very telling when like an event or a person comes into someone's life and like, uh, like families start to question their relationships with each other. For example, when the family got hungry and then the husband who didn't want to... Hurt his kids, ended up leaving them alone outside in the woods. And it really, like, showed that maybe what they thought about their family wasn't true. Likewise, that being said, when the witch came into the picture, the brother and sister duo stuck strong together. And I think that that really was telling of their relationship and, like, that, like, their, like, love for each other was stronger than anything that was about to come and face them.
0: Okay, I'm going to get into my close reading now. Um, so, since I was young, I've loved fairy tales. I would watched every single one of them. I read every single one of them. And I vividly remember being told the story of Hansel and Gretel. I liked that it was action-packed, and I thought it was a story for all ages. I really thought the controversy that went down between Hansel and Gretel's parents was always interesting, because I didn't really have that in my life, so I it was interesting to me. Um, I thought it was... Different and super cool that the males were proved to be weak while the females were strong, dangerous, and resourceful in this fairy tale. I, know, I now realize that this is one of the first fairy tales and first times I read a story where a girl just like me got to be the hero, which was super cool. Um, I'd say what stood out for me was how the, the children interacted with each other. They really had each other's back at a young age. And that's not always, that's not how it usually goes or how it always goes. I know for me, my brother and I sometimes argued growing up and didn't always get along. But once they found something out that was bad, they really came together. And I appreciated how they worked really well together when they got lost. Um, I think the feelings this fairy tale gives me is that it leaves you guessing. You don't really know what's going to happen next. You don't know if they're going to find their way home or if the breadcrumbs are gonna work or if the coins are gonna work. You don't or if they're gonna die. You just don't know what's gonna happen. And I like the feelings I get when I read it. I also feel sad because of the problems the children and the family are going with and have to live through. Um to I, I excuse me. I identify with Gretel because just like Ashley said, I am a little sister and I always go to my brother when I need something or I have problems or I need help. And growing up, we, like, we argued, but we are usually really close. We usually came to each other if anything happened. Which reminds me of Hansel and Gretel. And I, to this day, still go to my brother when I need help. Um, what stood out in the writing to me is I enjoyed the moments they met up with the witch. I think it really showed the characteristics of the children and the writer of the fairy tale. I think earlier in the story, when Hansel thinks up both plans to find their way back home... He was thought to be, like, brave and, like, protective and clever. Like, oh, you're so smart. You're, you're putting out these coins so we find a way home. But as soon as they see the breadcrumbs that are no longer on the trail, the stereotype and the image of Hansel being this great guy disappears. I thought that was kind of interesting, defying stereotype. Um, what worked out for me? Or what is this work about? I'm sorry. Is I think the work is about learning more about the world around us and how we work to w- work with the world and how we how the world works around us and how these kids had to like learn how to become adults at a young age. Um, I also think they were taken, their parents, their sorry, they were taken by their parents, and this is important because I think it addresses a big fear in everyone's life, which is abandonment abandonment by loved ones. No one wants to be. Abandoned by their parents or anyone they love. That's a huge fear most people have I also think That it was unfortunate that these people were going through hunger and poverty and Temptation and the ability that the children indeed have to uh, Have to overcome these terrible situations. I don't think it was fair, but it was interesting to learn and know about Okay,
2: so now I am going to give my close reading of this fairy tale So first of all, do I like this work? So I really like Hansel and Gretel. I think it is a very unique fairy tale because it's a little bit on the darker side than most. Um, By dark, I mean that it's not happy and fluffy throughout, um, like Cinderella or fairy tales like that. Um, Through most of it, the reader does not really expect a happy ending. You're kind of always on the edge of your seat. Maybe what's around the corner is not going to be happy. Um, The characters in this fairy tale are also interesting, and it follows the plot of a good story, which does make it very intriguing and easier to follow. Lastly, I think that the historical references of this fairy tale are very fascinating, um, and how it was based off the famine, and perfectly describes what families were going through in Britain in 1315, and you can really tell that maybe for some families this is very relatable, and maybe even what they had to do without the happy um, ending. Okay, so next, what words stood out to me? So to start, the first words that stood out to me are how the husband and wife talk to each other. Um, The husband has a very calm and caring demeanor about him, which makes me as the reader feel sympathetic towards him and make him think that he's a, make me think that he's a good guy, even though he is trying to leave his kids in the woods. Um, He uses more simple vocabulary with a calm tone as opposed to his wife. She is a very she has a very aggressive demeanor and is determined to get rid of the children, um, and as a reader it makes me not really like her because she is so determined to leave the children out in the woods, which a normal stepmother probably wouldn't do. Um, the other words that stand out to me are the descriptive words; they really make me feel emotional and want to help Hansel and Gretel. The Grimm brothers did a really good job of explaining the characters' emotion especially in the stressful situations, um, by using phrases such as this one, Gretel cried bitter tears, which is so specific and really makes me picture that. Um, so overall, I'd say the wording in this fairy tale is very thoughtful and clear and the brothers clearly want the reader to feel all sorts of emotions and be able to relate to each of the characters. Um, So next, what feelings does this fairy tale give me? So I would say that the tale of Hansel and Gretel makes me happy and sad. Um, I'll start with explaining why it makes me feel sad. So I feel as if I am in the story and I want to help the kids. Um, But I do feel hopeless, though, because I know that they cannot do anything and they just have to face the situation that their parents put them in. Um, The character of the stepmother makes me angry because it's not a good solution to just leave your kids in the woods and there are so many other things to do um, than just ditch them in the woods, but I do feel sympathetic for the father because he is torn between two sides. He is torn between his wife and the kids. Um, If he wants to please his wife, he has to leave his kids in the woods, but if he wants to be a good father, he could find food for them, but then potentially risk his wife leaving him. Um, so there's definitely an internal conflict, which we talked about earlier on in this podcast, and it goes along with the archetype of the internal conflict for the father. But I do also feel sad when Hansel and Gretel approach the house because we as readers know that it probably is going to be a trap and do find out that the witch indeed did want to eat um, Hansel. But the kids are so hungry, they have to eat or they will starve. So you do know that Even though it's not the right thing to do, there's nothing else that they could have done. Um, But I am happy in the end when they escape and you know that they lived happily ever after, especially now that the stepmother is no longer in the picture and they're better people because of it, maybe. Um, So next, do I identify with any of the people represented? So I would say that I identify with Hansel the most. He is very protective over his little sister. Um, I do have a little sister and I know that I would do anything to protect her, even if it did mean that a witch was going to eat me. Um, But I do admire his intelligence and the fact that he was able to outwit the witch and escape, which I know is also another big archetype that we talked about when kids during this time were starting to become smarter and... We use the example of the ogre, you know, which is this ugly monster that kids are trying to fool. Um, Same with Hansel and Gretel and this witch. And he was very smart to not use his finger and use a skinny bone instead. And the witch had no idea. So I think that he is very bright um, and cares a lot about his sister the same way that I care about my sister. And would be willing to do anything for her. Um, So, Yeah. So is there, the next question is, is there anything about how it's written, the fairy tales written that stands out to me? So I would say that the archetypes in this fairy tale really stand out to me. Um, They're very obvious when it comes to a good versus evil standpoint, as well as character conflict, mostly internal character conflict, like we see in The Father. Um, it seems to me that the Grimm brothers really wanted to show how children and animals work together. For example, at the beginning when Hansel saw the white cat on the roof all the way to the end when the duck helps them get home, which represents a lot of innocence and makes it seem more of a fairy tale because it's it's a relationship you don't hear often in modern day stories. Um, but... I do think that there are a lot of underlying themes and archetypes in this fairy tale, which makes it especially unique um, and really sends a lot of good messages, especially with the conflicts and how every character deals with them. So the last question is, what is the work about? So like I said, the work is overall about two young children having to work together and grow up very quickly. Um, this story represents a rite of passage for the children because they have to survive on their own quickly. I know that rite of passage is a term used a lot, um, from folklorists and is really important in these more outdated stories like this because authors back then were so focused on rites of passage, like Hansel and Gretel having to survive on their own, which did make them grow up quickly. Um... Next, the family bond in this tale is very significant because Hansel and Gretel have to work together to find food um, and cannot just leave each other in the dust. It's very important to work together. Um, So overall, this fairy tale is very emotional but does send a good message and has a happy ending. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Until next time from the fairy tellers, our discussion was from Hansel and Gretel Story, History and Origins, Book Press, accessed April 16th, 2018, from bookpress.com. And our story of Hansel and Gretel is from Hansel and Gretel, Grim 15, accessed April 16th from pittedu.com.
0: Archetypes and Anarchy is produced by me, Courtney Floyd, and researched and written by my spring 2018 Introduction to Fiction students at the University of Oregon. Our theme music is Music Box by The Underscore Orchestra, and our closing music is Wolf, It's Really Rather Rad, by High Arches, both of which are available under a Creative Commons license at the Free Music Archive.
3: Hear the sound of the wolf That lives in the woods That comes to my back door From time to time Shake the hand of the sun That burns above Reaches down Over everyone Got your Jekyll and heart Your monster inside Pouring water over Your fire I girl lost the soul Then I need to go Back into the I'm told Not a single living thing Needs to be left out You can find in the garden What's missing in yourself There's a spot where Back and access Connected by the number nine Can you think in visions And breathe in rhythms Dream an ocean over your lips It brings a deeper meaning A powerful feeling Brings us the myths we're told And it's only clean water That supports the things That we're trying to grow Not a single living cell needs to be left out you can find in the garden what's missing in yourself have you seen the way the speaker makes a pattern in the sand when the frequency is just right oh man it's really rather red.